I'm Dr. Adam Jirachi. And you are listening to Love's a Secret Weapon podcast. Christmas and the holiday season is upon us. And so Donna and I thought we would 
speak to you, our listeners, and talk about our plans for the holidays and just really what we've thought about this year and during this holiday season. Yes, you've been doing a bit of traveling, haven't you? I have indeed. I got back from Bali yesterday morning. We took an overnight flight. Uh, So we've uh, arrived in customs at about 6 a.m. in the morning. (laughs) And what was the event, you know, for for such a lovely uh, romantic trip? Yes, well, I recently got married uh, at the beginning Congratulations. of December. Thank you. Yes, we decided to take a, a quick honeymoon, 10 days to Ubud and Seminyak in Bali, which was absolutely spectacular. Lots of swimming and uh, just walking the streets and being with the, the beautiful people there. And the, the wedding was uh, fantastic. So many. Uh, and I hear Lucy and I, <laughs> and I saw that Lucy was your maid of honor <laughs> she was there and she was close <laughs> she did a really good job we we had a ball so the wedding was fantastic I, I maybe went a little bit big on flowers so there were lots of lots of uh lots of beautiful hydrangeas and peonies and and roses and but yeah it was it was a beautiful day it was a beautiful day to spend with friends and and family and we're very happy and uh, just very grateful that we were able to do that particularly with I mean I know it's a fair way down the COVID situation now but to be able to have that big event and do that and not to be disrupted um, we were very grateful. I, I you know Dr. Adam I think it's so amazing and I hope our listeners can align with this thinking is that some of us are are really having tough times. Mm. Some of us are actually finding ways of escalating our lives in in such positive positive ways. Mm. And it's such it's such an interesting time to be alive because there's so many extremes happening, you know. And um, I had a little bit of travel as well just mm. recently. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I start out very practical, which is not my <laughs> best feature. I'm not. I'm more of a dreamer than I am a practical person. Um, you know, but uh, before I moved to Arizona, I um, I've had a wonderful dentist that I just couldn't give up visiting mm. for my my biannual checkups and so off to Palm Springs to be with Dr. J and he knows that you know we have this love connection and you know when you get ready to lay back and say ah you want somebody <laughs> to really care so <laughs> absolutely it's a very uh, delicate position to be in <laughs> you've got to trust so so I when when we go to Palm Springs for for our dental work now it's it's quite a distance and I try to arrange to see our surrogate family which mm. uh 10 of us gathered as a reunion and it was so lovely seeing everyone mm. and uh, among them were our friends uh, Todd and David our film producers and mm. authors that mm. we've spoken with on our podcast and Todd uh, came up from Mexico from where he just moved yes and um, you know we coordinated this this visit so that uh, we were there when he's promoting his book uh, lunch with Elizabeth Mm, mm. and uh, he did a reading and oh he's just really really making there again uh, another person that 
you know, found a way to kind of move in a very upward direction in, in these very difficult times. So um, absolutely what we've what we've spoken about a lot with Todd and David, but also other guests and, and our own experiences of sometimes making changes or thinking about where we want to go or what we want to do or what we value and sometimes being brave to make that leap because you know that can be uncomfortable to even if we know something is maybe not working for us um, there is sometimes some comfort in the known at least and to jump into that unknown can be scary but we've certainly seen it with so many people we've spoken to this year and and before that of how how wonderful that can be when we do take that leap of faith and and Mm -hmm. have some courage Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, it certainly takes a tremendous amount mm-hmm. of courage. And it takes courage to, you know, be in a position of having to face some shadows and darkness mm-hmm. in your life as well. Because that's, to me, my experience of facing issues that are very unpleasant. That somehow evokes the courage to help you release that energy out into the universe and make space within yourself for um, more positive energy mm-hmm. and, and allowing the light to come in and fill you with more creativity. Mm-hmm. So, you know, but that requires stillness. And coincidentally, uh, yesterday mm-hmm. was the solstice. And this solstice is bringing about just so many issues to the forefront. And um, you and I are just expressing our gratitude toward blessings in our lives. And yet it does take the courage and the work to clear whatever issues you have out out of the way so you can go forward. Mm. And in, in that, in that light, I, I would like to share with our listeners, there's a, Vietnamese monk um, whom I've listened to, and he, he actually passed away this year. Mm. His name was Thich Nhat Hanh. Mm. And I just thought that I might read a little bit about what his philosophy of love is. Mm, please. And, okay. And he, he says, without true love, there's no happiness. There's no joy. I am here to remind you, I hope everyone is here is in love. If you don't know how to handle love, it will turn into hate and despair. We are here to learn how to feed our love so that our love will continue to grow. Love has no boundaries. True love is a love that continues to grow always. Love is an unlimited emotion. Love is a living thing. The moment it stops to grow, it begins to die. So we have to learn how to feed our love and help it continue to grow and include all of us. First element of true love is to offer happiness. Begin with yourself. Cultivate loving kindness. You cannot impose your idea of happiness on another. Understand him or her. Mm. So I think there's a huge challenge facing all of us that with the idea 
of this idea is my way, this idea is your way, therefore there's conflict, and that's where we're all at. And so we really do suffer from a lot of separation and division rather than, Mm. you know, finding what we all have in common and respecting our differences. Mm. So I think we've spoken about that before, but it really is coming to um, a real apex, you know, to face. And it's, and so allowing your heart to have a space for those who you don't understand or you, or you find difficulty with, and um, mm. and show them love in a way that doesn't, you know, that doesn't create conflict, mm. Um, which, you know, it could be the simplest, just a, a look, uh, you know, when you're walking down the street and and you feel a vibe, you know, it's like <laughs> maybe someone doesn't accept how you look or what, how you're behaving or whatever. And they gave you, give you maybe a little bit of a critical look, <laughs> you know, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> and so you take that, but you don't take it personally. And you just kind of transpose that into a little bit of happiness, just coming from your eyes, not a word, not, mm. not, not even mm. body language. And it's, it's so to try to make that soul connection and uh, get through your differences. So, so I thought that that would be valuable to Mm. share on this time at the end of a year, at the end of our season, Mm. wishing everyone major celebration of life. And, you know, you have celebrated life with getting married Mm. and forming a union and I celebrate life uh, every day. And it's like when you wake up in the morning and you smile. Absolutely. And as that, that quote you spoke about, when we're talking about true love, that's in all sorts of forms that that doesn't have to be a husband, wife, girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever relationship it's, it's in all sorts of relationships that we have. And I remember, you know, Viktor Frankl spoke about in his book, Man's Search for Meaning, that idea that we find meaning in uh, what he called doing deeds. So whether that's um, accomplishing something, achieving something or being in the service of other people. Oh, def- um, definitely. Mm, yeah. And as well as finding meaning in emotions and experiences in other people. And that's where we really spoke about the idea of finding meaning through relationships that we have and through love and the importance of love and even how love for someone else can be. Uh, we can find meaning in that, even if they are not physically present. I think that's really important, particularly this time of year as people are celebrating Christmas or another religious tradition or a spiritual tradition or even a secular tradition is that we often think at the end of a year and and during celebration about people who are perhaps not with us physically. Mm. And uh, he talks about that idea that we can still find meaning in the love we have for those people, even if Mm -hmm. they are not physically present, whether that's because they've passed or um, any other reason that there might be that distance. And so, you know, I think that's a really important point to be aware of during this this time of celebration, but also where mm. it can be a difficult time of year for people as well. So what you're saying is that um, if we've lost someone or if there are losses in our life, uh, people that are no longer with us in, in their physical being, mm. 
that we can still connect with them in, in a loving way? Absolutely. Absolutely. I think we've spoken about that, um, you know, before that idea that those relationships that we have had are meaningful and important and continue to be so. And what we've learned from those people or what we've experienced with those people uh, carries on. So I don't know, you know, if this relates, but mm. like in a dream state, uh, mm. sometimes, you know, people that have uh, left <laughs> mm. um, do, do reappear in a dream. Mm. Mm. And, um, and, and I, I really feel like it's a visit, you know. <laughs> You do wonder, don't level. you? Yeah, yeah. Whatever and whatever it is, and that probably differs for different people. That some people might see it as a visit, or or that, or um, you know, some people might talk about it as being um, working through uh, a way to work through our emotions or to understand our emotions. My my friend, my mentor, uh, who passed away last year at ninety eight, she would have actually been um, uh, she would have been a hundred this year in December. Mm. Um, <laughs> Um, which would have been spectacular, but I was so lucky to have her in my life for many, many, many years. And and as I said, she lived to be 98, but she studied dreams and the idea that we do use them to understand ourselves, to work through the issues of our days or, or ongoing issues we're having or ongoing experiences. And it's a way to uh, process those experiences and emotions. So sort of this idea that the work that we don't do, um, and I'm kind of paraphrasing her, the work that we don't get done during the day can be done at night time which is kind of mm. cool this whole idea we see we almost see sleep as we go to sleep and that's it and it's almost <laughs> like this is where some real work begins so I'm just going to introduce an idea mm. that maybe we haven't really approached but you know we mm. are living in 3d mm. and um and I and I've actually been made aware that um going into a dream state mm. elevates you more into a 4D mm. experience. Mm. So actually, I can't ex explain it, um, mm. but I feel it because it's, it's a way of sort of traveling out of this dense matter in into um a different realm and uh and just think about it you know if, mm. if, if going about our daily business in 3d but then you know in our in our sleep state that our consciousness is elevated mm. into another realm for us to either work out situations or you know just be be in a I don't know I don't know what to call it if it's a more liberated state mm. or less dense state. <laughs> I almost wonder, yeah. yeah, yeah, whether those those boundaries we have, and I think uh, Rosalind Cartwright, uh, my mentor, would uh, would have suggested, you know, that I that there's these more permeable boundaries. I think absolutely that we perhaps have during the day these more rigid boundaries. Yes, that have been um, cultivated by thousands of years mm. of you know the mm. way that we've lived uh in the various manners mm. you know, <laughs> that that you know in my humble opinion you know i i hope we evolve out of the conflicts um mm. that we've that we've experienced so much and that we do feel more more of a, a unified way of being um mm. not just with people you know i think you know our our planet is is crying out for a unification of all nature you know that we can relate to and 
And I, I would say that if any of our listeners have the instinct to, <laughs> I'll tell you, today, my dear husband, Jared, even though we're living in a desert, we're, we're up in the mountains and we're very, very close to the Mexican border. There's a river only a few minutes drive away from where we live. A river? Whoever heard of a river? It's not just a river river. It's called a San Jose. And uh, it just blew my mind because the river flows from south to north. Mm. And (laughs) I don't, that's kind of unique. You know, he he goes to walk um, a couple times a week Mm. or however often he can get away. And commune with nature and not just putting his feet on the ground, but really connecting with earth Mm -hmm. and and heaven and uh, the infinite. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and sometimes that's where his his most, you know, creative, innovative thoughts come to him Mm -hmm. and his heart opens, you know, the widest and. I would say you just came back from a glorious trip to a tropical paradise and mm-hmm. swam in the, in the ocean. And, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, that's really, as you were saying, giving, uh, being in service of nature when you're, you know, you're splashing around in the sea mm-hmm. and enjoying it. And, and sure, it's, it's what's ha- making you happy, but it's that collaboration of being with nature, just like you and I are collaborators, mm. you know, there's an equality and a relationship to everything out there. It's almost like a, it looking at it through child's eyes and just mm. being like, wow, I've seen mm. this for the first time, but mm. I keep seeing it over and over again for the first time. And there's nothing in my way to stop me from loving what I'm, I'm seeing, loving where I am, and just being in awe of life. You know, it's like, wow. Absolutely. The awe, the awe, being in awe. I think that's such a such an important experience and finding those moments of awe, whether, you know, I think sometimes it can be a bit easier when you go away somewhere different that you haven't been before because it's all kind of new. It's all like pretty spectacular but finding those moments of <laughs> awe in that yeah you know when you're looking across a rice terrace it's 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 hard not to be in awe and 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 uh, you know realize I've never seen that before but finding those moments of awe in everyday experiences that we're having Actually, 
I have to go back to my little um, excursion to Palm Springs because mm. um, rather than just, you know, heading back home, we had an opportunity to go all the way into Los Angeles and mm. actually be by the ocean in, in the beginning of Malibu and Topeka mm. Canyon. Mm. And on our way, our first stop was in Pasadena. Mm. And I visited my son and his dear family. I was greeted by his, my lovely grandson, who is nine years old. Mm. And, and we haven't seen each other for many months. And so he, he said to, uh, to both Jared and I, nine years old. He said, oh, it's so nice to see you. <laughs> and, and then, so funny. Now, I have to reference this, but I'm going to say this in sequence. Mm. He lifted his T-shirt and Mm. he showed me a drawing he made on his chest (laughs) of the muscles that he's going to develop, (laughs) that he drew on his own body. Well, the precursor to that was he and I have a relationship. He loves to draw. Mm. And so... He made a picture of Elmo from Sesame Street, mm-hmm. but he made him shirtless. <laughs> <laughs> and he and he drew it, the muscles on his chest and his abs, and and for sure that's his inspiration. So so my relationship with him is he'll send me a drawing that he makes. And then Grandma, <laughs> Grandma Donna, <laughs> puts that on a T-shirt so he can wear his oh, art. Oh, fantastic. That's a great <laughs> idea. Talk about setting an setting a intention for the New Year, New Year's resolution, hey, to, to, <laughs> to get muscled up. <laughs> it was just so delightful, That's so delightful. Wonderful. And so inspiring, mm. you know, that, that that's what I want to convey. But I, then mm. once that visit was, was ended and on our way to Topanga, um, mm-hmm. you know, uh, I encountered um, a relationship of very dear friends where we had some fear that we had to overcome. Mm. Mm. And, and it took a lot of patience because these, you know, in these times, you know, there's so much caution mm. and and there's so much, as you said, you know, fear of the unknown that um, sometimes you can say things that might influence someone. Well, I said something that triggered someone mm. and mm. it kind of kind of aggravated the situation. But ultimately, um, I think my friend knew that I was just being honest with him. Mm. And um, and that I wasn't, you know, I wasn't necessarily calling him out or anything. I was just trying to point something out so that we could both grow from the experience. Mm. And um, ultimately, <laughs> ultimately, we spent three days together. Uh, the, you know, Jared and I and they um, shared their lives with us for three days. And um, ultimately. Uh, the glow on his cheeks turned pink, his eyes <laughs> cleared, there was forgiveness. And, you know, forgiveness is like so difficult, to, you know, to just not to say you're sorry, but to understand a situation and be mm-hmm. able to look at yourself in the mirror and say, wait a minute, w- what's my part in this? What, what do I have to forgive? for myself first Mm, mm. 
that's that's a tough one. Absolutely, absolutely, and and having I guess the the courage again, courage coming up again to to do that. Yeah, it's it sounds like a good resolution. Yeah, it it was all over the map, and and then <laughs> ultimately it ended up in another gathering um, between this. Wonderful couple, one being an engineer for my album, Love It Away. Mm, mm. My engineer, Maurice, and his darling wife, June, mm. were able to join um, my uh, the couple that were hosting, Jared and I. And also, my very dear friend, he's like a big brother, um, John Steele, who's an aromatherapist anthropologist archaeologist and author mm. <laughs> oh yes he's, he's a quadruple a, a i was gonna say that's not even a triple threat that's more than that <laughs> <laughs> and crazily enough maurice and our friends who were hosting us did not meet before this evening mm. Mm. and um and so they found out the synchronicity is so crazy. Mm. You know, I took a giant leap of faith and invited them and, and you know, included the, uh, everyone together. Well, mm. Maurice and our friends found that they went to the Berkeley School of Music together the same time. And they shared all the little haunts that they used yeah. to visit when they were in <laughs> school. It was like they spent the whole evening re- reminiscing. Mm. So that was amazing. Yeah, absolutely. Those moments like that, how tremendous. We we found that with the wedding that often you're putting people together on tables that don't know each other because, um, you know, for whatever reason. And then by the end of it, they've, they've become friends. Everyone was just so uh, welcoming. I think about being – because people are open, they're open to – they're coming along to, to something. And we just found everyone was so open to the experience. And when you're open to the experience, whether it's at a dinner party during the holidays – with people that you might be seated next, seated next to that you don't know, to, to take that um, uh, open experience, openness to experience on and um, to be in the moment. Um, who knows what will happen? Who knows? Well, my dear, mm. may I share? <laughs> <laughs> you bring up you bring up a very interesting experience that um, relates to my uh, biological father mm. that I have never met mm. um when i was invited to a wedding i was sitting next to a relative mm. that i didn't know very well um but he knew of my mm. story mm. and he was very very uncomfortable sitting next to me and of course we landed next to each other <laughs> the first you know the with the prenuptial dinner uh we were sitting next to each other the mm. next day we were sitting next to each other at the <laughs> wedding and, and it ended up being that there was a breakfast the following morning oh, and so we ended up sitting next to each other for that <laughs> and ultimately it was at the tip of my tongue to uh, venture into this very, you know, you know, uncharted territory mm-hmm. of of putting him on the spot and asking him to tell me some things about my uh, the family that he knew mm-hmm. about. Mm-hmm. I but I, it, rather than kind of you know stepping into that like den of very mm-hmm. very uncomfortableness for him, I could see that it was he he literally 
he literally was uh, shivering sitting next to me the wow. first time. Mm-hmm. As we're as we're indulging, we're sitting in, up in Kennebuck, Maine, and mm. um, and it was the time of year where the lobsters were in season and the blueberries were in season, and we were <laughs> all enjoying those delicacies. <laughs> and, and and he was so nervous, sitting next to me, like, "What am I going to say? How am I going to behave?" And blah 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 blah. And so I, you know, I just decided mm-hmm. to. Uh, kind of say a little prayer to myself, like mm. what will be for our highest good. Mm. Mm. And I, I decided to uh, focus on strength of character and let him know that uh, I live in the present state of mind and that whatever happened before, mm. you know, uh, I can accept, but I didn't have to go there necessarily. Mm. I just had to demonstrate that I'm, you know, I'm a happy person. Mm-hmm. Literally, I, ha- I had to demonstrate that I was a happy person. The first night, the next day, when we're sitting next to each other, <laughs> you know, he and his wife were a little, you know, kind of befuddled and confused. You know, the universe brought us together for this purpose. And by the third day, they were really relaxed mm, and mm. They, they, they didn't, they didn't put all the story, you know, uh, from the past onto our experience that we were having mm, now. Mm, mm. And, you know, and then we could leave, uh, each, you know, we could part feeling like, well, she's okay. He's okay. They're okay. <laughs> you know, <laughs> as individuals and whatever message he wants to take off and, you know, and communicate to others, that was his business. And it was so difficult. It was so, so difficult Mm. to, you know, make that decision, but it felt so right. And, and so I just had to Mm. honor, honor those feelings, but, oh my gosh, you bring that up and (laughs) this this all percolated. Oh my goodness. It's so, yeah, it just, yeah, difficult, difficult situations. And maybe sometimes they're heightened around this time of year for some people. Other times, something you have to practice throughout the year and we all sometimes fall a bit short, but we keep trying. That's, that's really what it's about. You know, it's all about, uh, you know, what I learned in Hawaii and what I've learned throughout Mm. my life um, is if you give someone the time, you know, and you give yourself the time to be in a space and just tell a little story or, you know, um, share something, you know, mm. it's like maybe, maybe you have some deep seated feeling, but that lobster is so delicious. <laughs> you know, let's, yeah, let's, yeah. let's talk about that and open up a conversation, just open up whatever's blocking any emotions that would cause so much tension and make you feel terrible inside. Absolutely. uh, You know, you have more expertise than I, you know, in a, in a way where you can advise people of how to behave. You know, um, I'm just coming from practical experience and life ain't perfect. It's just, you know, trial and error and you keep trying and yep. Hopefully you get somewhere with it. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Which, That's... you know, which leads me, mm-hmm. Dr. Adam, mm. um, 
to a, a lovely memory of mm. all the all the people that we spoke with in, this past year, um, and Absolutely. and a little bit before then. Mm. And mm. may I um, may I just go through my list and tell everyone. Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, and thank you so much for being a fan guest on Love's a Secret Weapon, our podcast mm-hmm. that Dr. Adam and I are really, you know, facilitating, you know, being so far away from each other, but being able to communicate mm-hmm. and sharing our love with you. Absolutely. Please read out our, <laughs> no, there's no one on the naughty list with this one. They're all on the nice <laughs> list. So I'm going to start with my dear, beloved Jared, who was kind Mm. enough to participate, and our friends Todd Hughes and David Ebersole, Mm -hmm. and my my lovely, darling sister friend Janice Whites, Mm -hmm. Robert Baum, Merry Mm -hmm. Christmas, Guy Gilchrist, a marvelous artist and such a beautiful human being, Mm -hmm. Sally Mm -hmm. Sashi. Stephen White down under, Stephen O. Sellers, what a magnificent voice he has, <laughs> Andy Nasal, Bobby Rydell, oh my mm. God, I'm so, so grateful we got to speak with him, mm-hmm. and Bill Alexander, and Brad Schreiber, a fabulous author, Jeff Benson, mm-hmm. Plastic EP, you introduced me to Plastic Another down under Australian brother, <laughs> Bobby Shaw Chance, my beach party gal, John Hartman, and Mike Brown, who flew his private plane down to where I live to be with me, and Howard DeWitt, another fabulous author, Peggy McDaniel, Kyle Jasper, Mark Deming. And Joan and Gary Gand, marvelous, marvelous, genius musicians, and my dear, dear friends. So (laughs) happy, happy, happy holiday to all of you. And thank you so much for being part of our Love's a Secret Weapon family. Absolutely. Thank you to all of those guests. And we have more guests coming uh, next year. And we hope to hear from anyone who is interested in speaking with us. If it's something about the podcast, something about Donna's career, something about what we've spoken about or your own experiences that you'd like to share with us, please do contact us. And oh, Lucy. Lucy. <laughs> Lucy is telling you to contact us right now. Um, and it, with the theme of celebrating, um, I would also like to invite all of our listeners and mm. and whomever you would like to pass this on to is to visit my website, yes. DonnaLauren.com, because I'm celebrating my photographic archive from my entire life with mm. all of you and gifting you with a beautiful song, Merry Christmas, Baby, which is part of an EP that I did in Hawaii before mm. I came back to the mainland. And that's called Donna Does Elvis, which was my tribute to living and loving in Hawaii. So uh, please do visit my, my website and go to my store and look at all of those beautiful photographs mm. that so many, you know, so many members memories bring forward absolutely and quite a treat to get when visitors do buy a a photo to get a little gift as well which is which is very cool (laughs) 
<laughs> so, Adam, congratulations mm. for your new beginnings. And I, I pray for all of us to find peace within ourselves, whatever it takes. That's mm. what we need to do. And to reiterate Dr. Adams' words of finding courage to face our shadows and to go forward into the light and be in a state of love. A state of being is waking up with a smile and thinking, what will life bring me today? And how will I connect? A blessing and a little eye contact is everything mm -hmm. to any human being or animal or plant or all life. And I wish, I wish all of you so much love for your heart and let that circulate throughout your entire body and let all your cells fill themselves with lots and lots of love. Yes, sir.